Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm Dallas Travers, and this show is dedicated to helping coaches experience the freedom, confidence, and impact that comes with a six-figure business. If you want a simple path to a successful business that does not burn you out, you are absolutely in the right place. So my guest today is Michelle Pollock. Like a lot of us, Michelle keeps growing and learning, which means her niche and her passions keep deepening and shifting. So the audience Michelle started with is not the same target audience she wants to attract any longer. Michelle helps smart, driven women discover their authentic voice and own it as their superpower and then to trust themselves so that they can realize their full potential. And yet, she finds herself disconnected from her own authentic voice when it comes to marketing her business. This makes her feel pretty unsure about her own superpowers. So Michelle came into our session assuming that the problem to solve was to clarify her newly updated target audience. But what we quickly discovered was that she needed to give herself permission to take a firmer stance in her messaging, to connect with her dream clients in a powerful way without apology and with a ton of clarity. So inside the episode, we dig into some messaging, but more importantly, we tackle the self-doubt that often plagues many coaches who believe they're good at coaching, but marketing just isn't their thing. I hope you enjoy it. From there, commit to those actions and most importantly, clarify the beliefs you've got to cultivate in order to finally follow through. So if you're stuck in analysis paralysis, this episode will be a lifesaver because it offers a framework to make decisions and commit to action. So without further ado, let's get into it. Michelle, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. So actually, first, we've known each other since, what, spring of 2018? I think that's uh, fall uh, fall of 2018. Okay. Fall of 2018 when I started Client Surge, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. How's it going inside the Six Figure Coach Club for you? It's going really well now that I've really dived in. Is that the right word, dived? (laughs) I It's going really well. I, I love a framework. Yeah. So, and, and when I have something to focus on to say, okay, do this, it, it's so helpful t- to me, the systems. So that's been, sometimes I get, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a lot to do, but you've been really helpful in terms of simplifying, even when it initially seems like, oh my gosh, that's a lot, but like the content, yeah. um, content catapult, is that what mm-hmm. it's called? At first I got really overwhelmed by it. And then once I took a deep breath and I stepped back and we, you know, I listened to some of our calls, that's been super helpful to me 
getting me back into a habit of communicating with my audience. And it's not overwhelming. It's in, and that tends to be a place I initially go is like, oh my God, it's too much. And, but I got out of it really fast. Yeah. It's interesting. You bring that up. We had a, with the inner circle, we had a coaching call this morning and that was a theme big time was this, we kind of got underneath it a little bit. And what people uncovered was it has to be complicated or it has to be hard or I haven't earned it. Mm. I, I wonder if your audience experiences that as well, right? As like hard work working women. Yes. And so we look For at sure. these, right? We look at these frameworks or we look at our to-do list and we just read it all through the lens of this is complicated and hard. One of our members actually was so funny. We, we begin the calls with like 60 second check-in for everybody, right? How's it going? And one of them was like, well, I've tried that really simple strategy we talked about last time. And I had seven sales calls this week and her goal is 10 a month. So that's pretty excellent, right? Yeah. And then later she raises her hand, Jen, and she's like, okay, I need a big list building project. I just cleaned my list. We got rid of 2000 subscribers. I need a, I need a big list build. And I just looked at her and I said, why? <laughs> you just did this really easy thing and you got the thing you wanted, which is clients. So why do you need this other big complicated piece? And that was showing up over and over and over again. So I just share that because it's on my mind, I guess, but yeah. also as coaches and online business owners, it's so easy to assume it all has to be hard and we get uncomfortable if it's easy. It feels like we're missing something. Yeah. Like for me, if I, if it becomes easy, it's like, well, I must've done it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. I've been struggling with that a little bit in my own life because I've designed my business where I don't work. <laughs> I show up for calls, which is my favorite. It just does not feel like work. I love it right. so much. But otherwise, I'm not working, right? So I was up in my office yesterday futzing around, like not doing, just jumping from tab to tab on my browser and not doing anything because I just felt weird. What am I supposed to go? Like, what do I do if I'm not working, right? So mm -hmm. I'm adjusting to that this year big time. Like, how do I, how am I going to, like, what am I going to choose to do? And for me, it's hard because what I love doing is working. So I'm struggling. Right. Anyhow, this is not about me. This is about you. So could you please share with us first what you want to walk away with from our time together today? And then we'll probably need a little context about sure. your business, but we'll start with that first question. So I think they might tie into each other. I'm feeling like my niche needs to get narrower, mm -hmm. which is really interesting because I was so scared of niching down. And there's something like inside of me that's wanting to emerge in order to grow my business is how I feel. Like I have a really pretty consistent private coaching practice. I have a pretty steady stream of people that when someone goes out, someone comes in, I am getting ready to do another client search. So I'd like to bring in another five clients right now. But in general, you know, since doing client surge, my business has been, you know, sustained consistently. Yeah. And I'm really ready to take my business to the next level. Yeah. And as I'm thinking about what that looks like, it's feeling like I need to get clearer and clearer about who my audience is. And I've been calling myself a leadership coach, but I'm not sure that's quite right. Any longer. Like, it doesn't really fit, feel like it fits anymore. 
So I want to, I'd love to come away with that clarity and there might be more clarity that comes out of that about what's next. I don't know, but that clarity about exactly who I'm serving, I can feel it when I'm serving exactly the right people. Mm -hmm. And those are the clients that I'm like, I mean, all of a sudden our hour has gone by and I could be on the phone with them. I, I would, I just love serving them and I love working with them and they love doing the work. Yes. Got it. All right. So here's what I, I am hearing. You, It's sort of that itchy feeling when your business is telling you you're about to birth something new. Yes. Right. And it's uncomfortable. Like I describe it as it, the, itchy is the best way to describe it. Right. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. And the way that I really knew I was doing something right, or I was like on the right path is all my saboteurs started coming up. <laughs> like everything about like, you know, my judge and, and I'm, there's too many other people out there that are already better than me. Everything, all those voices started coming up and I was like, oh, then you're in the right direction. Right. You know, totally. uh, it took me you a hate yourself and you hate your life. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's hilarious. I love um, it. And it's been a really uncomfortable place for me to sit, but as I've sat, I've gotten a little bit clearer and clearer, but I just like, I don't even, it's so weird to not know what to call myself. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So you're itching for more goodness, right? Like yeah. going deeper with the right clients, yep. maybe having an offering outside of your small group or privates reveal itself. Yes. Like all of that is bubbling. Exactly. And you feel like you need to redefine and reconnect with your audience and the outcome they get. Yes. And one other thing that I've noticed as I'm working on writing and working on the content catapult is that I'm having more trouble writing because my, uh, that client isn't, that's, it's not as clear. Yes. So I'm having more trouble writing specifically to them. Yes. Okay, great. So it's like, I need this framework for everything. Yep. Right. To, to make every, to take everything to that next level. Okay. So I'm putting you on the spot here. And if you don't know it, it's fine because you're moving away from it. But what is your current dream client power statement? Who do you call? So my current dream client power statement-ish is something around, you know, I work with driven, smart women who want to discover their own leadership style. Yeah. And step into their own authentic voice so that they can get away from second guessing themselves Mm-hmm. And really own their power in their organization or in the room they're in. Got it. So what about that? My sense because is that it's for you, it's like either too vanilla or too broad or both. Both. Yep. It's both. Great. So there, and there's elements of it that are still there that are right. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's it's too broad. And and yes, it is too vanilla. Yeah, great. So let's think about one of your favorite, we'll call her Betty. Okay. One of your favorite clients that you've ever worked with or that you're currently working with. Mm-hmm. What are the outcome? What what transformation is, is Betty experiencing that you, that lights you up, that you feel is a sign of where it is you are meant to go as a coach? She went from looking externally for all the answers to being able to trust herself and okay. own that she actually knows she actually knows mm. 
And she actually described it because I interviewed her as, I don't remember where she said she started, but, oh, I started as a sheep and now I feel like a peacock. (sighs) It's kind of like she said, she was like, now I feel like I can flare my feathers and I'm proud of them. That's awesome. And that's, that's it. Like I want, and I believe women have been so taught to hide their feathers, Mm -hmm. right? Don't be too. Or don't rock the boat. Don't brag. Be a good girl, right? So much of that. And I'm wanting women to really own those things as their gifts Mm -hmm. and step into what that means for them and their ability to show up in the world and to trust it. Mm -hmm. So many of my clients, including Betty, (laughs) it's they, they're their trajectory goes up and down and up and down because of what somebody else tells them about an idea they have or what's, you know, so it's about learning to go inside to say what's right. Yeah. And And just looking at that external as feedback mm -hmm. more than the the truth. Yeah. Right. And what do I want to do with that feedback rather than they're right. And I'm not good enough or, I, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm a failure or, you know, I don't know. Right. Or even like, oh, maybe it, maybe it's an okay idea instead of a fantastic idea. Right. Right. Like, like letting it, mm-hmm. l- letting it dim their shine. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned trust a couple of times mm-hmm. when, so now I'm curious. So we'll use Betty. Betty is the name of all of your mm-hmm. clients today. Right. Did Betty come to you knowing that what she needed was to become a peacock? <laughs> and I'm going to loop our listeners in a little bit. Everybody, you've heard me talk about this before, but your audience is going to fit in one of three buckets. Unaware, sometimes people call that pain aware, but I think it's really just unaware, problem aware, and solution aware. So if I'm unaware, I don't even real like I'm just not even tuned in enough to realize that I have a choice or that there is like there's even a problem, right? If I'm if I'm problem aware, I realize that something doesn't feel right here. I'm not living the life I want. Things aren't going well, but that's just the way it goes. I have no agency. Mm-hmm. Solution aware, there's a problem. I believe it's fixable. I believe I can fix it with the help of the right person, system, formula, et cetera. So we have to be careful yeah. that we speak to where our dream client is at. Otherwise, you may as well be speaking a foreign language, right? So, so are they, where are they at on that spectrum and what are they aware of? They're aware that they either feel lost or they feel in over their head. Mm. Or they feel inadequate. They must also believe that they that can there's another them. way. Otherwise, they wouldn't correct find you. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. they don't believe they have to stay stuck in that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, there's something inside of them that knows that. Right. And it's that small voice that I want to help them. That I help them foster. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. So, what is it they think the solution is? Hmm. I'm not sure what they, most of the time they come to me and they just say help (laughs) and and we'll do, or like, we'll do a discovery session and they'll, they'll, 
come away from that discovery session having that feeling of, oh, I can see how much my inner critic is playing a role in, in, in all of these issues that I'm having. Got it. And so I think the big thing I, I start with with people is getting aligned with their values mm-hmm. and tapping into that, that wiser self to be able to see the, the, that self-awareness. Yeah. It's having so much aware. It's they have a small awareness of they have awareness of the problem with a small a, and I bring them awareness of the problem with like all caps. Yeah, right. So yeah. that yeah. once they realize there's that, once they have that awareness, then they can start to shift it. Yeah, got it, got it. Does that help? It does. So what I'm hearing you say is what you what lights you up is helping women develop unshakable self trust. Yes. Yeah. Right. They come to you often feeling lost, feeling as though they're in over their head, feeling as self-doubting, right? Feeling inadequate in some way, yet aware that they are capable of solving all of those issues, right? They may not be taking all of those on as an identity, right? And then what you help them uncover is the solution is inside of them instead of outside of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a word that came up a lot in my spark interviews was fear. There's a lot of fear of failure from these women yeah, and a lot of overwhelm. Well, yeah. Overwhelm is the perfect remedy to fear of failure. Cause if you're too overwhelmed, you don't have to take any action and then you'll never fail. Yeah. I love a good dose of overwhelm. <laughs> there's also a lot of there's a tendency to put everyone else first. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, this, this loops in perfectly, but like Pete thinking, worrying about what everybody else is thinking, the need to be liked, that people pleasing and a lot of comparison to others. Yeah. So that's the good girl conversation that yeah. you talked about earlier. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So as you and I are talking right now, you seem very clear. So w- w- where can we take this to help you anchor that in yeah. and forward with this? I think, well, I think I need a new, I mean, I do, I need a new dream client power statement for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause it, what I'm saying is it's, it's in the, it's in the world of what I was saying, but it's definitely not the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once I have that dream client power statement, I think like, I don't know. I don't know what's like, what's, there's something like bubbling in here yeah. around this. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. So I don't even know what to ask for. Yeah. I have an idea for you. Okay. I think we can laser in on, we'll call it like a solid draft of a dream client power statement. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think the next step for you is to start sharing content so that it will reveal it. It'll be, um, a venue for the thing that's bubbling up to come up and out. Okay. Instead of, okay, now let's strategize about a seven-part course. Uh -uh. Start talking about this. See what lands internally. See what lands with your audience. You need to create content anyhow. That's such a good call, Dallas, because what I'm realizing as you're saying that is that my content has been vanilla in general. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been this specific. Yeah. It hasn't been speaking to this. Well, and what I'm realizing is, so currently it's all about like leadership style and your own Mm -hmm. voice, Mm -hmm. which somehow feels much more passive. 
Mm-hmm. Which is so, and leadership is more externally focused than unshakable self trust. Yes. So it almost reinforces those patterns that keep your clients stuck, putting others first, serving others, looking externally. That's probably where the rub has been for you. Interesting. That definitely resonates. Okay. So what is it that you're, that Betty is no longer willing to tolerate? Betty is no longer willing to tolerate showing up inauthentically. Mm-hmm. Operating outside of her values. Mm-hmm. So she, she now needs to live in integrity. Yeah. In line with what she believes and what's important to her. Yeah. Great. So when I'm Betty and I'm a peacock, <laughs> right? <laughs> I have this unshakable self-trust. What are the tangible like results or benefits of that? How is that manifesting? Mm. She owns her ideas. She knows who she is inherently. And the external doesn't shake that anymore. Like I said before, it's just feedback, but it doesn't pull the rug out from under her. And that allows her to show up powerfully. Mm-hmm. And women are scared of the word power mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And that's another thing that's really important to me is helping women to define power in a way that is tangible for them. Mm-hmm. It's also like, it's breaking the cycles and stories of that have kind of been developed over the years because women are still fighting for their place in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's part of this or not, but it's allowing women to really, oh, 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 this is a big one. The benefit is they stop being reactive. Mm, Tell me more. This is something I was thinking about the other day. There's such a big thing out there about like, you know, a stigma around women and being emotional in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I don't actually believe the problem is that they're emotional. I believe the problem is when they're being reactive. And the emotions that come up inside of reaction, because when the emotions are part of a response, a, a thought out response, something that's in their body, it's not received in the same way, right? Yeah. Yep. There's power inside of that emotion when it's responsive as opposed to reactive. Mm-hmm. So Betty is able to start to respond to her world rather than react to it. Yes. Great. So- For you, Michelle, but also for all of our listeners, what Michelle just talked about is excellent content. It's not great marketing. Okay. Because Betty doesn't know she's being reactive. That's not her work. She's not coming to you saying, I'm way too reactive. Uh Where She needs to learn the difference between reactive and responsive, and that's part of your work. Okay. So we've got the, the... Instagram lives that you do and the content that you write and however else you're putting content in the world, right? This is really juicy for content. Okay. You have to be careful that your content doesn't take the res- on the responsibility of educating okay. your audience. That's where your work with them comes in. Great. Okay. It's really tricky, but that's a, good, a great example. When I'm not reactive, what's mm-hmm. the benefit? I am able to show up Mm -hmm. and have an impact, have the kind of impact that I want to have. Is that Um, how you would describe it? 
realize realizing their full potential. That's her, that's her words. No, I, I don't know anyone who has said to me, I want to realize my full potential. <laughs> no, they want to feel more in their own skin. Yeah. Okay. And they want to feel like they, they own their voice mm-hmm. and that they're able to see their gifts or share their gifts fully. Mm-hmm. Own, it's almost like they're owning their authentic voice as their superpower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is all good. You're coach speaky though. Yes. It's very coach yes. speaky. Yes. So I just wonder, did Betty come to you because I'm being overlooked? She felt lost. Emotions. That's why she came to me because she felt totally lost. That Those are her words. She felt lost at work, in at life, work. at work, lost at work. She felt right. lost at work. She felt like she was in over her head and what I can say is that she then realized it was showing up in every area of her life. Totally. Yeah. So again, like unaware, problem aware, solution aware, your dream client power statement, we got to speak to the problem mm-hmm. that they are aware of, not the real problem. Mm-hmm. Which is ultimately the loss translates to a fear, fear of failure, I think. Yeah. But if they're using the word lost, we use the word lost. Okay. So it might be something like, I help women develop unshakable self-trust so they can stop feeling lost at work mm-hmm. and start owning their ideas without getting derailed by the opinions of others. Okay. That's not, that's not, that's not the, our, my final answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you see how it's more concrete? It's less fulfilling than, than the real work. Yep. Right. But it speaks to where Betty's at when she starts working with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm some, I'm, I get, I'm getting caught up in the real work. <laughs> yeah. In the like ooey gooey coaching yeah. transformation, uh-huh, better uh-huh. stuff. And they're just not sold on that. Right. Right. Okay. Otherwise every coach on the planet would be selling self-love. Totally. Right. You, like yeah. I'm going to hire a health coach because I want to fit into my skinny jeans. What I get out of that is loving myself more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to hire a branding coach so that I can bring in more clients. And through that process, I realize what my true voice is. And I like myself more. We would all be selling the same damn thing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So what, how can I help you find the words or find the actions to take in order to pull the words out of your audience? So I, I mean, I have some, I actually have some of it written down in front of me. I have some of like yeah. from my, from the dream client power statement. So maybe let me look back because I pulled some of it up. So I get in my own way is a big thing that, so maybe there's something there around getting out of their own way. Is that, mm-hmm. does that, do you think that would resonate with an audience? If that's their words. Okay. The perfect dream client power statement is one where Someone hears it and says, that's exactly what I said, said yesterday when I was driving to pick my kids up from school, right? Where yeah. they feel like you are, you are inside of their head. Okay. So these are from their spark. These are from my spark interviews. So the desire, some of the desires were, I want to have the freedom to live on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to have both success and balance. Mm-hmm. I want to, these, these are all Betty's, right? These like are all Betty's. No, all not, it's not, it's, it's, it's a few different people. No, but I mean, every one of these people are yes. the new kind of client who yes. really lights you up. Okay, great. Yes. Yes. I know I can make an impact and I want, I want to be able to do that more. 
one of them said, I want to start dreaming again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then the frustrations were, I get in my own way. My fears are standing in my way. I compare myself to others and I have a terrible fear of failure. Things feel harder because I'm a woman. And then fear, fear of failure, overwhelm. Got it. Those were all the frustrations. So it's something like, I help women get out of their own way at work. Mm-hmm. Right. If you want to have success on your own terms and make a bigger impact uh, without, like, if you want to let go of your fear of failure or comparing yourself to others and create success on your own terms, I can help you uh, have more of an impact. So, I, what I just did there, I literally took word for word and put them together. Yeah. And that's not our final answer either, yeah, but yeah. that's your assignment here. Okay. Right now inside of, we're going to take you all the way back to module one inside yeah. the club, right? Mm-hmm. There's that dream client power statement worksheet. It's like Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. We fill it all in so that we can edit it back, right? Okay. You've done it before, mm-hmm. but we just need to get very specific, specific with this piece, right? And then now we're going to pivot and talk about your mess, like your content where we okay, can be, uh, there can be a lot more layers, but can you take this? Yes. Assignment on. Absolutely. Does it feel like what I was saying to you before fits with what I just said to you? Or am I missing something? Something feels like I'm missing something. I like feel like I'm missing something. I feel like what you, Michelle, are missing uh-huh. is not defining your dream client. It's how you're it's the content you're putting out in the world. Okay. Great. You and I are almost having the wrong conversation here. Okay, great. Right. Terrific. (laughs) So even if it was just, I help women get out of their own way at work. Mm -hmm. Now it's specific because we're talking about the silo of work, even though, yes, you could help women in all kinds of areas, but we need some specificity there. I think we're on to something there. So I'm going to give you the assignment. Today is Thursday. So Mm -hmm. by next Thursday, will you post in the Facebook group what you feel is a solid third draft of a dream client power statement? Yes. Great. And then for our listeners, if it's okay with you, Michelle, I will share our final version in the show notes of this episode. Great. Great. So now you, you got to get going because this episode is dropping soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can do that. Great. So I think what's happening in you is an invitation to pull out, to show us your peacock feathers. And you have not been showing us your peacock feathers in You're your totally content. totally spot on. And I think that's why all of the imposter syndrome stuff has come up for me. Yeah, because you are being an imposter. You're not being you. Yeah. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, 
again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Let's talk about being a contrarian. Okay. I know in my own business, when I take a contrarian approach, and I'm not talking about just being an asshole, right? But when I take a, an unconscious agreement my audience has made and speak common sense into that agreement, that's the content that gets the most likes, shares, responses, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Also, that's number one. Number two, when I actually tell a story about my life and connect it back to their experience. Mm-hmm. But I love, I want to invite you, especially because what you want is to empower women to pull out their peacock feathers, right? Own their voice, take a stand, break free of this unconscious agreement they've made about the patriarchy being in charge, Mm -hmm. right? You need to live that in your content. Okay. So what are, let's maybe come up with three. Yep. Three agreements or ideas that Betty knowingly or not has bought into that just aren't true. One of them is definitely that things are harder because I'm a woman. Okay. Like there's an element of that that might be true, but by buying into it, you're just perpetuating it rather than breaking it. Right? Yes. I hear you. Yeah. So like it's drawing that distinction between like that can be true and it doesn't have to be your identity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. And you, if you want it to be different, then you have to, you've got to break that. You've got to shatter that. Right? Yes. Yep. Great. What else? Um, that because I'm a woman, I have to put everybody else first. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. family, my, my parents, my kids, my husband, or that I'm the one who has to pick up everything at home because I'm the woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. What else? There's an element of like, well, when there are good ideas, that inability to act on them, that like, oh, it's just a little idea, whatever, right? Like so many women have so many great ideas and yet, and and then they just like shove them in the drawers, mm-hmm. like, like give it that permission to actually dream and to see where a dream could go. Right. Even if it seems bigger than seems possible. Great. Let's address the things are harder because I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. So imagine now, what's your favorite kind of content to put out? Well, I'm, I'm getting better about doing Instagram, but really it's my, it's to my list. Your list. Okay. So you're going to write an email to your list. Mm -hmm. And the position that you are going to take here is that things aren't actually harder because you're a woman. The position I think I would take is more in line with what I was saying of if you keep telling yourself that you're living, you're living into it mm-hmm. and you're perpetuating the idea rather mm-hmm. than what would it take to make things easier as a woman uh-huh. or something along or, or um, first, what does it look like if it's easier? Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting boring because you're trying I to know I can feel it. I'm right? boring myself. <laughs> like what if you just took the stance which was like, I get it that it's like, we all feel like things are harder because we're women and whether that's true or not, you have to let, it's time to let that lie go. Mm. Change. Do you see the difference between, and yes. like, between trying to coach them in an email? What would it feel like too? And let me give you these prompts. No, just 
take us, take your idea. I love this so much because you are being invited to step into all the things you help your clients do. Yeah. Take this first idea and let it stand on its own. So inside the Six Figure Coach Club, we have the content frameworks. Let's just go through one now. Okay. Okay. I think I want to use the course corrector. Okay. Step number one with the course corrector is to describe the pain that they're in. So I'm a woman who believes that it's harder because I'm a woman. What pain does that create for me? I feel like I can't get ahead. Right. Right. I feel like I can't get ahead at work. I'm working in a man's world and I have to work 10 times harder, 10 times smarter, 10 times faster than any man ever has to work. Great. Things are said to me and told to me that would never be said to a man. Great. So what are the beliefs that they hold that keep them in this situation? Things are harder because I'm a woman. I was just going to. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say it's everything I just said. Yep. Exactly. See, I'm working so hard to figure it out. I know. Is- it's just right there. So step one is, so dear Betty, like, hey, Betty, when was the last time you felt like you had to work 10 times harder, 10 times faster, 10 times smarter, just to keep your job, let alone move ahead and be taken seriously at work? Mm-hmm. Right? I hate to be the one to break it to you, but the reason this happens is because you believe it's harder because you're a woman. We're going to keep going. Right. So now love Michelle. I hope this email (laughs) uplifted you. Love Michelle. Okay. So what mistakes do they make that keep them stuck here? They settle. They settle. They settle for what they're told they have to settle for because. Yeah. Woman. Uh, They think that if they don't settle, then they won't be able to have a career. Like this is the only way. Yes. Perfect. So have you ever felt this way? right? Sentence numbers one and two. Have you ever felt like you had to work 10 times harder, 10 times faster? I hate to break it to you, but the reason you feel this way is because you believe it's harder because you're a woman. Now it may be harder, right? But you take that identity on and you're stuck with it. And when you're stuck with it, here's what happens. You settle because it's the only way to have a career, right? So So what does Betty think the solution is? Work harder. Right. Right. Do more, work harder. Like get, maybe get more training, look outside of herself in some way. Yes. Right? And Betty is scared that if she doesn't, then she's done. Yes. Great. So you might think, or you've probably tried taking leadership training. You've probably tried taking your annual employee review to heart and really like ticking all the boxes to be the highest performer. And yet something feels like it's missing. Mm-hmm. Right. The missing link is to decide today that you will break the pattern of perpetuating this lie <laughs> that it's harder because you're a woman. The only way it's going to get easier if you let that is if you let that go. And then you get to tell a story about Betty, who used to be a sheep, and now she's a peacock because she learned this lesson. Yeah. So do you see the difference in that yeah. kind of content? Yes. Rather than like, let me coach you on something. Yes. Yes. And Dallas, I don't know if this is helpful in terms of what we're talking about right now, but I'm noticing for myself, like, I'm terrified. I see it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You can feel it, right? Totally. I don't know what's going on, but like, I'm like lightheaded. 
It's Mm -hmm. really weird. Like, I feel like, wait, is this, I know when I'm coaching these people and I'm doing it, like, I know how to do that. And I don't, I feel like in my head, I I'm telling myself, I don't know how to sell it. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. you're You're, I mean, this is obvious, right? You're going through exactly what you help your clients with. I know. Thank God you're having this experience. It's going to make you a better coach. Well, I need to hire a coach right now. The like, second. I've been without a coach for a little while. Besides, I mean, I have you, but it's not, I need a, I need to hire a yep. coach like tomorrow. That. Like yep. I'm literally lightheaded right now, Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a breath. Do you have a plant in that room? Like grab a little bit of soil or something to ground no, yourself. Don't. Even but just have a salt lamp. And I'm going to put yeah. a hand on the salt lamp. Right. We're just taking a woo-woo break here for a moment, everybody. <laughs> and I also have this, my Glennon Doyle. You are not crazy. You are God. God Great. Good. Right. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, mm. like all the air just went out of me as we were having that conversation. Yeah. You are being called forward, right? And I'm terrified (laughs) to own this at a whole new level because your clients are begging you to help them own it at a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk for a minute about, I'm using air quotes here, haters. Okay. Right. Because I'm sensing that part of this, boy, if I really, I'm going to piss some people off if I say this, right? I'm like, I'm generating a response. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just don't even believe in the idea of haters because we're all on our own path and we all have our own reaction. We're all triggered in different ways. So this like haters going to hate, that's just bullshit, right? You know your content is good when people have a reaction. Right. And I'm okay with unsubscribes and I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm actually not scared of that. So what, what's making you breathless? I don't know. I'm like, I think it's a little bit of what I said before of this feeling of like, I don't know how to, I keep telling myself, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to sell it. Like I'm making it hard (laughs) to bring this very full circle. Like it feels so hard Mm -hmm. to come up. Like you just came up with what you came up with, like, just like that. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And it's partially because it's a muscle I haven't exercised. Well, it's also because I'm looking at the worksheet from that training module as I'm asking you the questions. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to know how to do it, right? You just have to be resourceful enough to find out how. Now, when you say, I don't know how to sell it, what does that mean? I think I'm a keep going my tendency, and you've called it out a few times in this call, is to is to go to the coaching. Like I know I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. I I know it. Like I am so in my power when I'm on the call with on a call with a client. And then when it comes to this, to the marketing side of things, and like that's why client surge was so was easy for me. Yeah. But there's been something resistant for some of six fig- the Six Figure Coach Club stuff because it feels, I feel stuck in the coach side of things. Like, I, I don't know how to speak to what they don't know. Yeah. As I feel like I don't. Yeah. It sounds to me like a fear of failure, a comparing yeah. yourself to others, <laughs> a disrespect of your own ideas. Mm. It's exactly what your clients are struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. Because selling it is simply sharing it. 
Well, it's funny when you brought up before, like the branding is self-love mm-hmm. that I was like, Oh, <laughs> bingo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Okay. There's I almost, mm-hmm. almost want to picture, I don't know if this would be helpful for you, mm-hmm. but, and this is not going to be new information for anyone, but when I, in my last business, I wrote a book. It was a little bit of a big deal, right? And I sure struggled in the beginning when I was writing the book because I knew I had to write a book that any actor who t- got their hands on it would be moved by it. Do you know how hard it is to write a book for every actor on planet Earth? It's impossible. Right. Everything was totally dumbed down. Right. Or vanilla. It was just so horrible. So then I picked my one reader. Just, and I, I just had a conversation with her. That was it. That's so I wonder. Right if, for my one client. Right for Betty. And I mean this very literally. So you're doing a post on social. It's not a post on social. It's a DM to Betty. What would, how different would that look? Right. It's an email. It's okay. not a newsletter. Well, by the way, I can even start by going back to some of the emails I've sent to clients. And yes. going, okay, here, let's start with this. Yes. Duh. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. And that's how, that's how you show what it looks like to pull out your peacock feathers. Okay. That's why you've been feeling easy. (laughs) Good. Yeah. And this hiding behind your coaching skills, right? That's all that's, it's just hiding behind coaching because now it's like so nice and so helpful and it's not driving anyone to make a change. Yeah. In fact, it could be preventing them from making a change because you've given me all these really good things to think about. And I'm going to go and think about all the things, all the assignments you've given me in every email that you've written before I invest in actually making a real difference in, for my life. Yeah. It's funny. There's also something I'm like, I've also been thinking about how do I up the value for my clients? Mm-hmm. And that's, there's something around that with like, getting a little bit more hardcore and owning it a little bit more. Yeah. That's how I up the value for my clients. Yeah. Especially if that's what you're helping them to do. Yeah. Okay. So number one, we're going to play Mad Libs and just really drill down a dream client's power statement straight out of Betty's mouth. Okay. Which often means it's not as flashy sounding. Yes. I think that's it. Like I've been so caught up in it being like, inspiring or blah, 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 whatever. No, it just needs to, it needs to draw, elicit the response. That's just what I was thinking. Okay. Or I know someone you need to meet. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Number two, I think it's the fourth video inside of the content amplifier. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the second. It's the frameworks, right? There are four different frameworks. Great. Pull it out. I want you to write, and you don't have to write it word for word, but answer the questions in the frameworks. They're gonna, it's going to help you take this strong stance in your content, especially when the only person who's ever going to read it is Betty. Okay. And that's all in your marketing. You're just having a conversation with her. Okay, great. Now, what are you going to do to take care of yourself, right, around okay. this? Because it's just like going to bring up stuff. Well, I'm going to hire, I need to hire a coach. Okay. I do. I, okay. I, I mean, it's time I, because it's already coming up. 
Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I said to you, right? All, all of my saboteurs have been coming up and then I moved past them, but I'm not, I mean, they came up today. I like went blank. (laughs) I felt myself, like I felt myself leave my body almost. Yeah. So it's, I'm having a really strong visceral reaction. So there's something big here, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that's the thing I need to do. I think I need to hire somebody to work with this on me, work with me on this. Yep. Great. Especially because that's what you're, again, that's what you're inviting the women in your, in your world to do. Yeah. So you're just really being called forward. Oh my, it's so funny. I even just had this moment of like, well, am I sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Maybe my old dream client power statement was great. (laughs) Like it is classic. (laughs) I'm totally like, I'm a little bit terrified of this. Yeah. And yet I'm very clear that this is where I need to go. You're so clear. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to remind you, it's so simple. It's not easy. Right. So simple. So when it starts to feel complicated, that's you getting in your own way. Yep. Okay. This is exciting. I like your feathers. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I am excited. That's the thing. Like I get really, like when I was having that thought in bed the other morning, I was like, this is it. I'm like on the right track. And then like when I really am confronted with it, it's like, oh my God, it's bringing up everything. Yeah. And you know well enough to know that that's, you said it earlier at the beginning of our conversation, like that's the sign. That's the process. Good. Okay. So I think we have some accountability for you. Within the next seven days, we're going to look at your dream client power statement. Yes. And you're going to just talk to Betty in your content. Yes. See if you can even take it too far. Okay, great. What would taking it too far even look like? Good. Okay. I'm glad you came on the show. I think this is going to be so helpful for so many people. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was really helpful for me. Great. Thanks, everybody. Now, like I put it out there in the world, I can't shrink. (laughs) I know. I can't go backwards now, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's actually super important for me. Yeah. Good. Good. And I just want to acknowledge you for recognizing where you need support and just committing to getting that support. I think it's really wise of you to do that. So great. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.